times Close to the squad, everybody okay We just living our best life The best life we made I might get a new car, they ain't issue Tell them give me all the bells and the whistle so I'm sitting here, and then it's so stupid because I got my headphones hooked up to my laptop, right? Yeah. So I'm sitting here, bruh, and I'm hearing like a drip sound. Okay. And I'm going on the other side of my basement. I'm looking around for water, and it was <laughs> you messaging me back. <laughs> man, I felt like an old-ass man, bruh. Yeah, no, it's all good because... When I did Zoom, I did a Zoom, uh, I did a Zoom interview with uh Quest McCody, and that was my first time using Zoom. So I'm the same way. I'm looking like, okay, how do I split the screen? How do I do this? That the <laughs> right, right. <laughs> yeah, but we are good now. Yo, everything we, you can hear me clear. Everything good, bro. You perfect. You, I can hear you clear. Uh, the picture crystal clear. Sometimes that'd be the major thing when uh getting that internet connection on, on deck and on point, you know what I'm saying? So right. everything beautiful. Well, we back, we lit, we live, and we lit. You hear me? I got a I got a legend in the building. I got a a prominent figure in Detroit. When you talk about when you talk about a staple in the Detroit music game, when you talk about a, just a legend in the hip hop uh, community, when you talk about just a guy that's probably been on every record with every artist, there's somebody in Detroit. You talking about Fat Father? What up, Fat Father? What up, brother? Hey, man, I appreciate you for sitting down with me for real, man. Man, I appreciate you for inviting me, bro. Like I, I understand that. You don't even have to care to invite me. So I appreciate the love, bro. Oh, man. But, you know, I've been following you. You know, uh, you might not know me from a can of paint, but I've been following your music and I've been following your artistry for a long time. So just to have that, just to have this blessing is just big to me. You know what I mean? Word, word. That go both ways, man. Because yeah. I, I think I think a lot of artists, man, they, they get so, so caught up in 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 their moment man that they don't recognize the other person's moment you know what i'm saying and what Which i mean I'm, i, I mm -hmm. mean let, let me let me clarify okay i mean like um let's say like i walk into a venue right okay and and, and of course the people who i know like I'm going to walk up to that person and be mm -hmm. like, yo, what's up? And we we might end up chopping it up. You know what I'm saying? And, and it's cool. We in the moment. But this is the same time. This is a person I probably talked to a few days ago that, you know, if tomorrow, if, if God see fit for me to be here tomorrow, I can call tomorrow. You yeah. know what I'm saying? But then it's that person who seeing you for the first time. Yeah. Who walking up trying to dap you up? Just want to yeah. have a little conversation. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. But you so wrapped up in the moment, you chopping it up. Like if I'm chopping it up with Marv One, we in a group together. Like you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like so, I I'm I'm trying to become more aware of saying, okay, hey, let me get with you in a minute, bro. Let me mm -hmm. chop it up with my man yeah. who never met me in person before, never seen me before, but has purchased every record yeah you know yeah. what i'm saying yeah absolutely 
I say all that to say, bro, I just I appreciate you having me here, bro. Well, salute to you. And you uh you just had a birthday, didn't you? Oh yeah. How yeah, how my, does how does how does a a legend like Fat celebrate his birthday? Uh how what how was your birthday and how do how how do you celebrate your birthday? Another year of life, another another year, you know, around the world. Uh just j- with my family, man. Okay. Just just sitting here just appreciating life and 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 trying to practice more of showing my gratitude. You know what I'm saying? That's why I released that. I was just gonna say, you know, yeah. you know, wink, wink. <laughs> you yeah. Know, hint to the- yeah. That that was that was that's definitely from the heart, man. Like that's that's just the show. Like, you know, I see you. Yeah. I see you, and and I realize that there's no me without you know what I'm saying? Like at the end of that record, I said, There's no me without you. You know what I'm saying? And a lot yeah. of people would think and be like, well, I mean, nah, they didn't make you, but yeah, they did. See, my <laughs> mother, my mother named me Shabazz. You Absolutely. I created Absolutely. Fat Father. Fat Father would have no life without the fans. Flat I out. Follow you. I follow you. You know what I mean? And and, and since you and since you br- brought that up, uh, gratitude. Let's talk about that for a second. Um. Talk about the process of that record. How did you link up with Foul Mouth? I know he produced the record. Talk about the process and and you know even even choosing him for the beat or the, was it something that just came across to you and and it just or you know, um man, what it was and it, it's so everything from start to finish was so organic. Mm-hmm. Uh, me and Foul Mouth working on a on an album that. It's about to come out this spring called Soccer Dad. So, and we've worked on a bunch of things together. That's that's my brother. You know, that's my man. So, yeah. I always have foul mouth beats uh, in my computer somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, crazy, man. I'm sitting, I'm sitting down in my studio last Monday. I'm talking about last, not this past Monday, but the Monday before. And I'm sitting there and I'm listening to some beats. I'm vibing out, me and my son. And um, it just hit me. Like, the beat started talking to me because that's how I write. I listen to the beat. I let the beat tell me what it, you know what I'm saying? It's it's kind of like I look at the beat for permission. Like, what do you want me to okay. say on okay. you? Okay. You know what I'm okay. saying? Okay. And, and the beat usually tells me. Some beats don't talk to me. I know that beat don't like me. Mm-hmm. It's not about me liking the beat because mm-hmm. I feel like if I'm working with a talented producer, the beat is maybe it's not for me. As opposed so this, to forcing a record. Right, right. Okay. So this this beat started talking to me, man, and it was like, this is your opportunity to show the people that you appreciate them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So. My son was getting ready to go to bed. I told him, okay. I said, I'm about to sit down here. I'm going to write this, you know. So he was like, all right. We said our good nights. He went on to bed. Then I, I wrote it. I recorded it right then. Mm-hmm. He woke up the next morning. I said, you want to hear the song? He said, you got it already? I said, yeah. After I was done recording it, I sent it to File Mouth. That day at 2 p.m., File Mouth sent me back the mixed version. Mm-hmm. After I got the mixed version, I called my man Papo. I said, I need to shoot a video for this. You got time. He said, man, I got to go to Vegas 
on Friday, but we can shoot it Wednesday at five if you got the time. We met up Wednesday at five. We shot the video. Mm-hmm. He went to Vegas. He came back, worked on it Monday, got it back to me Tuesday, and we released it Wednesday on my birthday. Divine intervention. And 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 when you say uh, you got with him and, and y'all did the video, because the video out cold, by the way. If y'all haven't checked the video out, go check that boy out. It's out right now. Was that already curated? Was that something you 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 know you put you put together, or was that organic as well? No, everything was organic. It all came straight from the heart. Mm-hmm. It all it it all was just me moving with with my spirit and yep. with with the guidance of the Creator. Man, it it yeah. was just it was very important that I got this message out to the people. That's why it's a it's a free download. You can stream it on mm-hmm. all streaming services. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I didn't, I didn't want anything for this song. I, mm-hmm. I wanted this to be my gift to the the. And I don't even really like using the word fans. Um, I like to say believers. Yeah. Okay. okay. You know what I'm saying? But okay. but I get it. I don't mean that. You know what I'm saying? I know that fans is is more universal. People people yeah. know what it is, but believers man because for people to believe in you mm-hmm. and, and something that you created from scratch mm-hmm. this was you know what i'm saying fat father was something i created to escape being shabazz okay you know what i'm saying as a, and i'm talking about as a as a kid okay because fat father i created fat father in around the, the ninth grade you know what i'm saying okay and, and it was kind of like and I don't have the the very the very best life. How do I, you know what I'm saying, create something that I'm actually like motivated about? Okay. And of course, like music was my thing. So I Fat Father gave me a boost. You know what I'm saying? I threw yeah. that other T on there. I wasn't the regular fat kid no more. I was a yeah. new fat kid. I yeah. was a new They kind gave of, you your cake, like so to speak. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that that's why that's why I get so offended when people leave out that T. Okay. That other T. Because yeah. it's kind of like, yo. It, it's very important. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah, it's kind of <laughs> like you got me out here naked, man. It, yeah, my, you know yeah. It's almost but, like you pronouncing my name wrong. That ain't my name. Like, you know, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, man. Well, well, well let's well, let's talk about the beginning a little bit because okay, um, I read somewhere that you 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 know you grew up. It was just mom in the house, three raising three boys. Talk about that a little bit and how that molded you as the man you are today. Uh, man, really, just for for I I could sit and I could talk on the 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 negative or should I say not so great things all day, but what I will say is I learned responsibility. Okay. Very young. You okay. know what I'm saying? Um, I had I was the oldest of those three boys. Um, you know, so I I was like the I had to look out for them. Mm-hmm. I had to make sure they were all right. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I had to I had to make sure my mother was all right. You know, she she was doing what 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 moms the best, do. The best she could do. You know Absolutely. what I'm saying? With Absolutely. With the tools that that she was provided, um, so while in the storm, I I was just I was just full fight. 
You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But you I got any, got, you, you got any, uh, any fun and, and, and we, ain't, you know, we ain't got to always focus on the negative. You got any beautiful memories, anyone like a, a, a memory that you can probably share from that, from that time period that, that that's always in the back of your head that you be like, yo, you know what I mean? Well, I, I'm just going to say, uh, well, let me say this. I ain't got okay. no beef with talking about, I'm an open book, bro. Okay. Okay. I just, I just say that, said that, you know chopping that up chopping that off just because you know there's a stigma mm-hmm. on the the single mother and uh you know in in the black community mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. i i just wanted it to be known that it, it yeah it was a lot of wrong but you know i took a lot of it and brought it to light in a positive way as a man okay but um for the most part man it was the lack of involvement of my father Okay. That created the man that you see before you. Okay. And that's because at the same time, my father was around. He was around enough for me to know, hey, this is my father. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we occasionally chop it up. We occasionally see each other. But there was no bond like I could call and tell him anything. Like, not even to this day, I'm, that's not my first that doesn't pop in my head. Oh, let me call my pops. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But we, we chop it up. Yeah, but it, it's, it, it's other people it still that's was close. a void. Yeah, yeah. So I looked for that. I found that in the streets. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I mm-hmm. I found that in music. I uh, I found that in 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 planning and plotting the father that I wanted to be. So I can go all the way back there and say that, like, I even met my wife when we were 15 years old. And wow, um, like, and y'all, I didn't, and, y'all, and y'all been locked in ever since. Yeah. Wow. Definitely. Wow. That's and, dope. Man. And I didn't necessarily know that, hey, uh, this is going to be my wife. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. But this is what I did know. And this is what I told her way back then. I said, you are going to be the mother of my children. Wow. <laughs> because see, my, my focus was on, I didn't, I didn't have that, that bond with my father. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. whereas a person who probably came up in the household with the mother and the father seeing a happy marriage, mm-hmm. their goal is going to be to match that. You know what I'm saying? Or yeah. do better than that. Yeah. My standards was like, I want a woman that I can love unconditionally, that I know would love our children unconditionally, mm-hmm. And allow me to love my children unconditionally. So, which, mm-hmm. go well, no, no, I was just gonna say, which is which is funny because you you talked about stigmas, and sometimes there's a stigma that you know that uh you just like your father uh stigma that okay because he did this or he did that and the third not not I'm supposed to do that or even if I'm doing that that's my excuse. But you say you took it and flipped that. Yeah, definitely. Yep. Yep. Definitely, because it 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 was like, man, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't want my children to feel how I felt at times. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes mm-hmm. I felt abandoned. 
you know, it, it, it was times like I felt like, well, hey, maybe this is the way it's supposed to be. Okay. And, um, man, it's crazy because actually it wasn't until recent, recent years that I really began to sort out those feelings and understand that my father didn't have the tools. Okay. He was doing what he was doing better than what he had. Okay. You see what I'm saying? Absolutely. I follow you. So when I sit back and watch, I'm like, you know, as long as we can have a conversation and he can, and he can understand where I'm coming from, then we definitely have room to grow. Yeah. Cause, cause it, that's what stops the growth when okay. people are in denial. Mm. When you go have that conversation and it's just like, well, I'm your father and and I don't want to hear it because this is the picture that I painted after all these years and I don't want to see it no other way. That's yeah. where you stop the growth. Like that old Mitz, me feeling a certain way because I'm looking at it through my eyes like that old Mitz, like how, you know. <laughs> exactly. Exactly, yep. bro. So that that's kind of like. If if I had to go back though, if I yeah, had okay. to go back and change it, I wouldn't. Because that would that would change who I became. Yep. Yep. You, you know what I'm saying? Yep. Yep. Every life lesson is a lesson to, you know, build and grow from it. You know what I mean? So I get it completely. And it yep. probably, like you said, it would have changed the traje trajectory of how you looked at life and and, and, you know, maybe we wouldn't have Fat Father. Maybe I wouldn't be able to be blessed, you know what I'm saying, to be able to talk to a legend right now. You yeah. Or maybe you would have been a legend for something, for some other reasons. You know what I'm saying? Who knows? Right, right. That, that's kind of like, uh, it's kind of like when I say my father didn't have the tools. Let's just say he did have the tools. Let's say he had an amazing father. And, and he he turned out to be an amazing father. But then he was also that strict father. Like, you're not about to be a rapper. Mm -hmm. You're going you're going to college. Mm -hmm. You're going not that there's nothing wrong with that. You know what I'm yeah. saying? But I'm yeah. just saying everybody has their own path. You know what I'm saying? Yes, and, and it's all about which what you do with that path. Where are you gonna take it to? Are mm -hmm. are you gonna are you going to detour and try to take somebody else's path yep. and then get there and not have a ticket to get in? Or are you going to take your own path where you know that your your spot is solidified yeah. Yeah. at the end of the road? You know, you, know you, you got a spot reserved for you. <laughs> exactly. You know what I mean? Well, and, and speaking of fatherhood, you know, I know you pride yourself on being a father yourself. Talk about, you know, be, since we talking about our community, this is our community. Uh, it's funny you you guys just did a podcast on white people, but we are gonna talk about our community for a second. And right. um, being a father, talk about you know now you a father and how much that means to you, and you know how important that is in our community to own to wear that on our sleeve. You know what I mean? Oh, it's very important, man. Because what a lot of people don't realize is, and, and a lot do. I'm trying to get out of the habit saying a lot. A yeah, lot of people yeah. don't because there are a lot of great people on the same Absolutely. positive wave, you know what I'm saying, Lane. But I say um, 
it's very important, man. It's not only important for us to see each other being that positive figure, but it's very important for our children to see us being that positive figure. And I don't mean my children seeing me. It's important for my children to see other fathers Mm -hmm. being great fathers as well. You Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Because we are, we are raising the future. Mm -hmm. Like, like our children are going to marry each other. They're going to work with each other. They're going to be, uh, somebody's going to be somebody's boss. Somebody's going to be, um, I don't know, man. It's some it, it's just it it all boils down to the future. Yeah. And we all play a very vital part in that. So it's very important in the community that we take responsibility for our part in the future. Absolutely. Whether it's our children, whether it's the little boy down the street. I can't disregard the little boy down the street mm-hmm. because the little boy down the street might fall in love with my daughter and she might fall in love with him. Yeah. And at the end of the day, if I saw signs that he was on a bad path and I don't say anything or do whatever I can to try to guide him in the right direction, Mm -hmm. it could come back and hurt my child in the future. Yeah. My daughter could be in the car with that same little boy when he Mm -hmm. get into a shootout. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. My son as well. Yeah. They can turn out to be best friends. Or and, or or yeah. it could be, you know, at his business one day and and, and now it's the guy that's supposed to got got the uh yes or no to hire him. And you know, that yeah. whole you know, you know what I mean? <laughs> so, so the yes or no is up to him. Mm-hmm. It's very important in our community to wear it on our sleeve, man. Okay. Yep. Yep. Well, and, and okay, so and I want to you know, I want to touch on something that, that might be a little bit close and personal to you. I know in 2003 you you, you mourned the loss of your brother Sam. Right. Talk yeah. to me about that and how that affected, you know, your outlook on life. Of of course, you know, it's it's a given that it it, it probably it, I mean, you know, it's close to home, but talk about how that affected you as far as your outlook on life and you know different things of that nature i must i'm gonna tell you like this Mm -hmm. the the death of my brother um it it injured it damaged shabazz it damaged shabazz it damn near killed shabazz but fat father kept him alive and now let me explain that. Um, when I lost my brother, I escaped into Fat Father for a long time, meaning I started to write my pain down. I started to record my pain. I, w- I was I was putting it into music. Then I started going on the road. I was going on tour, and I was out there on the road, and I was dealing with it, and. Even when Shabazz was out there smoking blunts and drinking liquor and staying blowed, Fat Father was working. Okay. Fat Father was out there building relationships. Fat Father was out there showing off his craft. And, and um, you know, Fat Father kept Shabazz's heartbeat. He was his life support. 
Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now that very next year, um, I came back, I came off the road and I, I got married. You know what I'm saying? Um, I Shabazz at that point was waking up. Now, now it's time for, Hey man, it's time for you to be a man. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's time for you to step into some responsibility. Um, then my daughter was born in 2006. Shabazz was back a hundred percent. Okay. Now you're responsible for another life. Mm -hmm. That's why I always say my family, my children in particular saved my life. Okay. You know what I'm saying? That was the, that was the, the extra hard thump on the chest that made my heart beat at full capacity again. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So yeah, it it was hard. And he, he died on my mother's birthday. Like he, he got shot the night, the day before, um, I got, do we know who did it or do we know like the backstory of that or, well, you know, of course not being there, we'll never know everything. There, there are stories. There are several stories. Okay. But you know, it happened in broad daylight. I mean, somebody's locked up for it. Okay. You know what I'm saying? But like I said, it's several different stories, but, um, so my brother got shot, man, and 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 my mother was on her way out of town for her birthday, and I had to make that call mm-hmm. because you know, and I had to, we had to go into detail because they needed to do some things to try to save and stop the swelling in his brain. They needed her permission, okay, you know what I'm saying, or consent. Um, so she came back, you know, he, he fought all night, man. I didn't, I wouldn't, I couldn't leave the hospital, but you know, that's when th- this goes back to the role I played in my house as, as a child, I was kind of like, I was the one who went to the parent teacher conferences and you know, when my mother couldn't go or when my brothers had a problem in the neighborhood and somebody put their hands on them, I had to go whoop somebody's ass. You know what I'm saying? But the the hardest question was when the doctor said, hey, we might have to take him off the life support because we can't stop swelling. And my mother looked at me and said, what do you think we should do? Okay. That that was one of the 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 hardest decisions. Um, But I had to. I had to think about him. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I don't, I don't want to be selfish and just sit here and be like, hey, you know, let his head swell up as, you know, just long as we not saying he's gone. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't know, man. I just prayed, prayed hard. Yeah. We all pray hard, man. And it's, it's, and, but, and, and he was, and he was 19 when he went home, right? Right? Well, yeah. Yeah. He was 19, man. He was 19. And, it, the crazy part is my son is named after him. Okay. Okay. And acts like him in so many ways, man. Yeah. And, and I even like, I look at my son sometimes and I look at pictures of my brother and, and I see it. 
You see you know it. What I'm yeah. saying, yeah. And, and and I just, I don't know, man. I would love to, you know. I told my other brother, my brother Jerry, at the time he was 15. Okay. When when Sam passed, and I remember having a talk with him outside of the hospital, and just telling him what was really going on, and that we're probably going going to have to take him off the life support, but just explaining to him as best as I could at that time how life works mm-hmm. and just also reassure him that we're going to be all right. And, and I got you. And, and that was that on that day, I took on a whole nother goal because I was like, you know, I'm gonna get my brother out of here. He, yeah. he has to go on and do great things. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But you know, we, we very much still, motivated and live for Sam. Absolutely. Um, we created a company on his behalf. We mm-hmm. we're also about to create a foundation on his behalf. Um, for is it, it the foundation named after him or? Well, it's going to be the, the Samuel Ford, you know, Samuel okay. Ford okay. foundation. Um, we, we haven't quite, figured out all of the the aspects of it but we definitely know that we want to help you know inner city children and i'm not going to just say underprivileged kids we want to help everybody that we possibly can because you have some people who have everything that they need but don't have everything that they need or should i say they have everything that they want yeah yeah but they don't have everything that they need they don't have everything they need Right. Absolutely. Yeah, Sam Sam still motivates us to this day to do great things. Absolutely. Well, uh, rest in peace to Sam, man. And we're going to, you know, keep lifting that brother up, you know, and and he watching all that's good, you know, and he watching and covering and, you know, uh, being an angel to to those who who need him, you know what I mean? And and so we're going to keep lifting his name up. So, um... So hip hop, let's get to the early, early, early fat father in hip hop when he just when he just threw the T on there. You know what I'm saying? He just came out through the T, fat father. When when you've been around recording professionally or been around music since about what 14? Like 14, 15, like in I'ma say 15 in like a real studio. Okay, so so what what gave you that what what you know what 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 birthed you into the music or even wanted you to what did you start writing poetry first and was like yo let me let me spit some bars on them or you know what what well I started writing poetry back in like third grade you know okay. what I'm saying and um what happened is at that time the school that I went to it was Damon J Keith Elementary School in Detroit okay. Every year they had this uh like poet society or something. They would print up these these you remember? Do you yep. remember them days? They would print up <laughs> the big books, the thick yep. ass books. Yeah. Oh my you bad. Know what? Because yeah. my sister uh Naomi, you know, uh, you know, I'm 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 a youngin', but I remember because and that's how I got into kind of writing from her. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because she would come home with that same, them same books, them same thick books. You know what I'm saying? So I know yeah. all about it. Yeah. So, so I, I had wrote a poem uh, and dedicated it to my mother for, okay. for Valentine's Day, and 
they picked it to to put it on display at the mall. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So okay. all the family was coming out to see, oh, you know, Bob's got his <laughs> at the mall. That was big in the third grade. You yeah, know what I'm saying? I'm, I'm flexing out here, bro. I'm at the mall. Yeah. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. So right then was like the first lesson that, hey, I can create something from scratch. Mm-hmm. And 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 have people come out and see it and support yeah. and yeah. read. Writing yeah. words cost nothing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So that was like the first thing, man. And that was elementary school. Now, then around that time, man, I got a a, a fat boys. I, I used to fat boys tape, man. Okay, and, yeah, um, <laughs> and then just watching Crush Groove, man, and and it was kind of like that was my first take on hey, being a fat kid may mm-hmm. not be that bad, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? Yeah, now the problem was I hadn't made it to what they on TV. Okay. They on they already had a record, so I still gotta go through these fat kid battles yeah. on the day to day. So but they gave me a little reassurance that hey, it's gonna be okay. You know yeah. what I'm saying? It, let me it, just it, harness let me just harness what I harness, you know, and, and yeah. build from there. Okay. <laughs> okay. So, then I got to middle school. When I got to junior high school is when they started um really having like talent shows. Mm. that's when it was like oh okay i started freestyling starting early though were you any good or you know what was it natural was it a natural gift or did you have to grow into to the mcd and, and don't get me wrong of course that you know practice makes perfect of course but coming out the gate some some guys just got it you know what i mean i didn't Listen, okay. <laughs> let me tell you because around this same time, my uncle was a DJ. My okay. uncle T Money. Yeah. T Money gave me the game. T Money had the microphone and the two turntables. So I would go to my father's house sometimes, and mm-hmm. T Money would be there. And you know, he had the mic in his room. And I'm like, yo, let me let me see the mic. He like, man, write a rhyme. Because all I was about was freestyling, right? Okay. So I write a rhyme. T-Money kept it so 100 with me. He said, yo, that's whack as hell. Because <laughs> I, I was talking about Left all out the room. Of this, <laughs> I was talking about all this gangster shit that I hadn't yet, hadn't seen. And, I was the, and T-Money was like, man... You got to be real, man. You know what I'm saying? And and that, I was going to ask you that because your mu- the music that you make right now is so thought provoking even if it's even if you painting a picture, a story or even if it's something that's uh going to touch soul. So what was the, I was going to ask you what was the conscious decision that made you say, "Okay, instead of I could easily I'm cold I could easily rap about the cars and the jewelry and the money and the, you know, the boastful things, but let me go ahead and, and, and switch gears. What made you, you know what I'm saying? Is that, it, it, it was it up? Well, it, he was definitely a component. He was definitely, um, a motivation behind Especially it. Especially growing it, up in, in Detroit where, you know what I'm saying? We, I, we know where we grew up where, you know, 
we see the good, but then we we see we see what, what's on the other side too. And growing up in, around a, a certain environments. So, what made you say, "No, nah, I'm gonna I'm switch gears"? Well, you know what? I actually it it wasn't really about switching gears. It was okay. about um, more so. I began to paint with the paint that I had. Got you. Now, as I grew, the paint grew. Got you. The colors grew. Mm -hmm. The canvas expanded. Yeah. When I started getting out there, when I started getting in the streets, when I started hustling, when I started running around and seeing different things, you Mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. When I bought my first pistol, now I can rap about guns. I yeah. really had them. I started yeah. to have them. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it, it just began to be like, okay, I, I'm painting with the paint that I have in stock. Yep. You yep. know what I'm saying? Yep. I, but I always made my best attempt to be 100% organic with everything. Okay. Okay. And that's not to say some songs we just had fun. Hey, yeah, just go yeah. in there and do what we do. But for yeah. the most part, I never compromised me. Mm-hmm. And that was very important to me at the end of the day. Okay. Because when even now to this day, when my children go back, when I'm no longer on this earth and my children go back and listen to these records, they can hear me honestly talking to them. Mm-hmm. And that's that's what I do it for right now. Mm-hmm. I'm not, yeah, it's it's very great to sell records. I love and appreciate everybody that buy the records. Because it's really nothing like do. it's not like when you you know as a kid or even as an adult, when you go back and look at them old photo albums, you look go look at them fo- old photo albums and then you can envision, but it's nothing like like you say. As you, for your kids, when they come up, not only do they have the photo albums, but not now they have the audio to go with it to see. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So yeah. I, I understand. Yep. Yep. And, and I I included them as well. Like when you look on album covers, mm-hmm. you can you can basically listen to my catalog, look at my covers, look at my videos, and see my children grow up. Yep. Yep. You you can. Yep. And 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 that. That was just the the idea of who I wanted to be. Like like everything that I am today was the idea of who I wanted to be. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It took me some time to get to this point. You know what I'm saying? I had I had to grow. Mm-hmm. I had to experience things. I had to see things. But man, I'm a hundred percent satisfied yep. with yep. who I've become. Amen to that, man. Amen to that, good brother. Well, uh, shout out to Marv, you know, shout out to Gordy Van Dyke. You know, uh, I had a, I had the uh, pleasure. I got a, I got a whole bunch of homies, this Van Dyke homie. So I had the pleasure of meeting Gordy on a number of occasions, you know what I'm saying? And me just being a fan of true MCs. I was over there for one thing, right? Right. And the guys that we we was over there for one thing, they not even knowing in the back of my mind. I'm like, yo, I'm over here with King Gordy. So talk talk to talk to me about uh, Fat Killers. How was that formed? And you know, talk. Let, let's get back to uh, Fat Killers a little bit. Well, you know that that still goes along with mm-hmm. with when I I decided to be that that different kind of fat. 
Okay. That new kind of fat, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. Like, of, of course, this was years later, but just stepping on the scene, now being considered one of the the dope MCs on the scene or up up and coming dope MCs, it was like a sense of pride. Now, okay, you know what I'm saying? And okay. you know, my man Big Cobb. You know, may he rest in peace. He was always pushing me out there, like, yo, man, you about to do this, or you'll have it on lock. And because, man, I I would go freestyle for hours okay. anywhere. You you can point out something on the wall, I would freestyle about it for hours. You know what I'm saying? But, um, Cobb, Cobb hit me up. He said, yo, I met this dude. Um, y'all around the same age, man. And he reminds me of you. Okay. Y'all, y'all are both, y'all both be feeling yourself. Mm-hmm. And y'all both fat. Mm-hmm. And y'all both have skills. So he introduced me to this dude outside the Lush Lounge. Okay. He said, Damn, hey, man. man. Uh, <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is this is Marv One. I meet this dude. I don't even hear him rap. We don't even hear each other rap. And I say, you know what? Man, we should be the fat killers. <laughs> we some fat killers. Like, and it just became a a, a running like joke. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now, prior to that, at my man Cobb house, a couple of his homeboys bring through this super weird guy who is also fat. Okay. And this was <laughs> this was Gordy, right? Okay. Now, uh, this is a house full of MCs. Yeah. He steps in there and gets to going off the wall. So everybody in there is like territorial. They like, mm-hmm. yo, man, everybody, he ain't really that dope. But I'm sitting back like, no, nah, fuck that. He's yeah. that dope. Yeah. Like, man, Bullshit. he said... <laughs> I remember he, he he was rhyming and he would he would always be doing these hand motions. Mm-hmm. Like I I ain't never seen no shit like this in my life, right? Yeah. And he's in there, he's like, uh, I'm more paranoid off smoking true gans than sitting in a raid house with two friends who swear they just spotted two blue vans. I say shit. <laughs> yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. Like yeah. so. Yeah. When me and Marv talking this shit about, hey, we going to be the fat killers. And and I'm like, uh, hell yeah. And we need to holler at King Gordy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. He was down, right? Okay. So now it's still like a running joke. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But we actually getting a little serious about it but at the same time Gordy trying to establish his shit his solo shit and all of this so we at this spot called the Millennium AD one night okay and it's, it's packed full of MCs everybody kicking it's grimy as hell in the Millennium AD and this my man OB Trice walks in but before, Shout out to OB. before OB Trice walks in this fat motherfucker walks in before him with this big ass birthmark on his face mm-hmm. and his arrogance is just there like he yeah. know 
he's that nigga. <laughs> I look at Cobb, I say, he needs to be a fat killer. Uh-huh. That was the, that was like the, the, the last early, piece, yeah. piece of the puzzle. Yep. So my man Cobb put it in motion, arranged for all of us to kick it, bro, and the rest was history. The rest was history. It was history. It came together. That's why they always called me the leader, or the because it it pretty much just started off with a with an idea, man. Yeah, yeah, and, and formulated joke. into something. Something yeah. that's really timeless, like really, because you you know, I got a lot of people. One of the questions that uh one of my homies told me to ask you. Now, you know, this reunion season where they where they revamping, relooping, redoing everything, right? Is there talks about another re, uh fat killers reunion, or can we can we expect another, you know, even if even if it's a single, you know what I mean? I don't know, man. I, I really can't say. I, I, I can't say what won't happen because, again, yeah. I, I, I believe and sometimes we don't have a choice in, in where, where the spirit takes us. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But right now, I'm just, I'm in a whole nother place. Okay. You know okay. what I'm saying? Gotcha. I'm, in, yeah. a, I'm, I'm gotcha. in a whole nother place even just mentally. Yeah. Okay. And and it's like that that recipe that yeah. recipe for that time, it it was cool, like like you talking to you talking to a brother who loved ice cream, you know what okay. I'm saying? Okay, I loved ice cream. I'm talking about regular ice cream with the dairy in it. Mm-hmm. I don't eat dairy no more. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? It Absolutely. was good. It was good for when I did. I have no complaints. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But I don't eat dairy no more. Hey man, that's just like some of the some of the some of the greatest movies that you've seen. Some of the greatest movies that's out there. It's like, yo, we didn't really need a a, a, a sequel to that. Like some 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 things is just, you know, we didn't need a part to it. We didn't let's just leave it as as it is, you know, and let's enjoy it. We can still go back to it. It's not like it disappeared. We can still go back to that. You know what I mean? Yeah, and then so I understand. Uh-huh. And then sometimes people do these reunions, and it yeah. ruins the legacy. Like Michael Jordan. Say that. Like, say and, that. And, and I and I ain't even gonna say it ruined his legacy because he was always bigger. But Jordan could have that. Like people act like that him playing for the Wizards never happened. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you know what I'm saying? We didn't even need Wizards, Michael Jordan. Like never. Retiring with that fadeaway with that shot, that was it. Yeah. That's all yeah. we needed. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Yeah. So, hey man, yeah, like Hova say, we, we man. didn't even need baseball Jordan to be honest with you. Uh-uh, <laughs> we didn't. We didn't. Well, the NBA needed baseball Jordan though. They needed him to <laughs> something else for a minute to shit yeah. to shit yeah. quiet down. Yeah. But uh. Yeah, man. So I I would much rather because people have these expectations, mm-hmm. like like people expect you to make them feel like you made them feel. Yeah, fifteen yeah. years ago. Yeah, it really be when we ask for reunions, like you just said, it really be 
like a selfish thing. Like, you know, I want y'all to reunite. So like you just said, I want y'all to reunite so I can be how I was. And (laughs) And, and you might not even be there no more. Because guess what? I know a lot of people who was listening to some of those songs back then and like, y'all, they hard. These things hard as hell. Mm-hmm. But now they done grew up. Yeah. Now they yeah. got families. Yeah. Now they got kids. Now they got daughters. Cuff Your Bitch might not be a dope record to you no more. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't, I can't. Run, run bitch. <laughs> can't you see I got a gun, bitch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That might not be cool yeah, to you no yeah, more. Yeah, yeah. I can't, I can't, I can't take that on the road trip with the family. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> and, and now you want me to do this shit today, but I'm I'm grown ass fat father. You know what yeah, I'm saying? My, yeah. I still got my four five on my hip. Yeah, but you got to do something to really so, make me take it off. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I yeah. still beat your ass. Yeah. But yeah. I have to be able to justify beating your ass with my spirit. When once it's said and done. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So that same dude might not mesh with a dude on a record talking about fucking goats. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's but not but, but fat father, the 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 uh <laughs> The content can change. The content can always. Well, no, King Gordy is still King Gordy. <laughs> Have you not? Are you not following King no, Gordy? No, I yeah. I, <laughs> he is very much so he still, still <laughs> King Gordy. The King of Horror, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So and, and yeah. you know what? He he took up the, the horrorcore shit. Yeah. Work for him, like going deep down that shit. That's his shit. Hey, yeah. if that's your path, that's your path. Yeah. But <laughs> I've always been on. It's kind of like watching Jay Z. Like sometimes niggas be mad at Jay Z, but we watched him grow up. Mm-hmm. That yeah. and, and that's all it is. That's not a you bad. Don't get thing. life and times of Sean Carter. You, you you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> How can he say that? When he's been fucking flying on private jets and got a fucking yacht and him and his wife are certified billionaires, how can he still be dope Dylan Jay-Z? Biggie said, I can't rap about being broke. I'm not broke no more. As as, as dope as the MC Pusha T is, I think that's why he get it. I think that's why he get a lot of flack from, you know, individuals because it's like, yo... We know you ain't so. We know when the last time you sold a brick or when the last, you know what I mean? Yeah. You you, you had a good music right now. It's like, you know, and I know it's entertainment, but it's like, I still got to believe you at some. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Like, like I need to, I need to believe you. And that's why I still fuck with Jay Z because Mm -hmm. I believe you. Mm -hmm. There's a possibility you still can have money in the streets. Mm hmm. But the fact that you present yourself how you present yourself, and I believe you, that's a big part of my entertainment, man. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. Like, if if you go be all the way gangster MC, I need to believe you. I just can't be like, ah, man, that's just entertainment. Yeah. Like, 
I need, yeah. and that's just me, man. You know, that's why I really, man, like the cats like Kendrick Lamar, Sci High the Prince. Oh mm, my God. That's another one. Slep on. Slep man, on. That's one of my favorite MCs because Sci High speaks mm-hmm. from a perspective that if you really look at it, you don't know where he at, yeah. but you know where he at. Mm-hmm. You know it's organic. Absolutely. Like Absolutely. Dope on Sunday. Yeah. I mean, uh, <laughs> that shit is classic, man. Yeah. Classic, man. Watching. Yeah. But for his mind, his mind is his mind is out of this world, bro. You know, yeah. and the ones that know, they know. <laughs> yeah, man. And even even my man Royce 59, man. Royce is nobody has been consistently rapping better than Royce mm-hmm. for some years now. Absolutely. He is very consistent. Yeah, he's the rapper's rapper. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, it, but at the same time, we're watching his growth. Mm-hmm. And it's amazing. When you when you look at the the dude that the man that he has become. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. When, when you sit back and you watch this and I just when I watch him I feel so good for his family and for yeah. his children, man. Yeah. Because this is like right now, Royce is spreading the icing on the cake. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. His, yeah. his kids can look and say, damn, daddy journeyed his path and made it through. Yeah. He got through the dark nights. He kept yeah. pushing. He yeah. saw the sunlight ahead. He kept pushing. Yeah. And now look where he's at. He's yeah. reaching out to other people, helping other people. He's being the light that he was walking towards. Like that's, bro. I applaud that man. Much Absolutely. respect, salute Absolutely. to Royce, man. Well, you yourself, you've uh, you know collaborated, featured with a lot of uh, dope MCs. This, this, this. You know, fr- from the Royces, from the Canivers, from the D12s, from the Rose Spits, you know, uh, Miss Corona, shout out to the Queen, Marv, you know, uh, who was your favorite artist to work with, you know, as just a collective, you know? If you, if you, yeah, man, mm-hmm. I, I'm gonna say, like, I can't even really say because it's like with, with everybody, man, we made our own baby. No homo. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. We, yeah, we, yeah. <laughs> we made our own baby, man. You yeah. know what I'm saying? We created something that was not like the other one. Uh, but I can say one of the most memorable ones was the I did a song with Guilty Simpson, uh Sean Price and Rock Marciano. Mm, R.P. Sean Price, man. Okay. Yes, yes, indeed, man. And I remember. Um, I sent Sean, I, I sent him a, uh, I inboxed him on something, man. It, it might've been Twitter. It might've been something. I mean, we, we knew each other, you know what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. he was really cool with my man, Black Milk, Guilty Simpson, and my man, Hex Murder. Okay. So I met him through them, you know, when he would come up here and they'd be in the studio or whatever, or, um, you know, I would go to a show. So 
I messaged him. I don't. I didn't call nobody and say, "Give me Sean Price number," because yeah. I don't like putting that pressure on cats. Because some yeah. cats don't like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. But he actually got mad because I messaged him. Yeah. Like, yo, call me. <laughs> so I called him. I'm just like, "What up, though?" He's like, "Man, what up, man?" What the Fuck you messaging me for, man. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? He basically was like, man, we family. And yeah. I'm like, damn, I didn't know, but what's yeah. up, man? You yeah. know? And like, yeah. like, I mean, I knew, but I didn't know. You know what I'm saying? So he he I sent him the beat, man, and he sent me back the verse. You know what I'm saying? And it was just like, yo. That's crazy. Same thing with Rock Marciano, though. Like, these cats I just reached out to, and we, you know what I'm saying, whatever business we took care of, it was simple. It was cut yeah. and dry. Hey, this is what we need to do. This is what you need to do. Boom, let's make it happen. And, and it happened. You know what I mean? And it happened. <laughs> All now, day. now. Right along with artists, you worked with some dope producers. Like I say, uh, shout it out, Foul Mouth. You've worked with Drugs on uh, Veterans Day. You you and Drugs uh, thinking about hooking back up on a project or what? What? Man, Drugs. We made mention of, of doing some work. Of course, everybody. You know, we both been doing our thing, been on our grind. But yeah, man, Drugs is a cat who I really think is underrated out here. Absolutely. His, his his versatility is amazing. Mm -hmm. He can make the he can make the classic boom bap beat to the, the shit, the trap beat to the uh beat you can hear on a RB soul uh radio station. Mm -hmm. So I would always welcome an opportunity to work with drugs beats. Chains, my man Chains is another mm -hmm. one. Okay. Chains did uh I did fatherhood with Chains. Chains is another one that's that's very underrated out here. Then you have Peace of Mind. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you hear. Peace of Mind is another dude. So uh a, a young cat right now though, my man Blizzard. Okay. Blizzard, oh my God, man. You know when I say the beat talk to me and I listen. Yeah. Man, Blizzard. You, you go back to making these faces when you, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, man. You know that Blizzard, face you make when you. <laughs> Blizzard will send me a beat, man, and me and that beat will sit up and have a full conversation, bro. Okay. <laughs> like, so, yeah, man. And, and salute to all the producers, man, because I think in, in the age of, hey, I can take this instrumental from YouTube and two track it, in the age of two tracking, the producers really got overlooked. Mm -hmm. They really got taken for granted. You know what I'm saying? Shit, being a man, I can honestly say there's was times when I took producers for granted. Mm -hmm. When I when I took a beat off YouTube and just was like, yo, that's dope, man. I I mean, of course it was like it said, hey, free beat, whatever. Yeah. But I also had to grow to realize, damn, that just mean, hey, go ahead and rap to it, but shit. Make sure, <laughs> make sure I get all of my credit. Make sure they know who, and, and that's something I had to really grow up and see. Like, damn man, just as much as I'm sitting here writing these rhymes, 
And then I upload this song and I enter my name in there and then I press the submit or publish or release button. Yeah. This is yeah. just as much their song. Yeah. Yeah. Because they're yeah. creating the foundation on which I'm laying the, the brick. Absolutely. So just shout out to all of the producers, man. It all of the producers that I've worked with. I, I just want y'all to know I appreciate y'all like like dearly, man. Yeah. What what was shout out to them, man? Um, your latest uh full length project was uh King Father. Uh, you want to uh tap on that a little bit? Tell me your vision and, uh, behind that project and and creating such a dope album. King Father was like a uh. First, let me give you some background. It's crazy, man, because King Father was supposed to be the next album mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying it was supposed to be soccer dad king father okay you know what i'm saying but it could have went either way mm -hmm. i just didn't feel like soccer dad was ready yet okay. you know what i'm saying we still okay. had to tweak a few things but king father that was that was growing up that was mm -hmm. a growing album that was me saying hey uh i'm here Mm -hmm. I'm here. I welcome everything that comes with being in the middle of raising two wonderful children. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because now I have teenagers. I have two teenagers. So it's kind of like King Father was saying, hey, I'm here. I've been here. Mm -hmm. Okay. And I'm going to still be here. Yeah. That's that you stamp. Right, right, right. Whereas, uh, Soccer Dad is kind of on the same lines, but Soccer Dad is a little bit more raw. Okay. Soccer Dad is showing that raw side of me. Hey, I will fuck you up about mine. Yeah. Don't don't heckle mine while they playing on the field. I will Absolutely. I will slap the shit out of you. <laughs> it's, it's it's more of a hey, guess what? If my kids got to eat, I'll be a dope dealer today. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So soccer dad is me like showing every, showing the world that I'm I'm not ashamed of how I support my children in any way cuz when you when you a when you a parent on that soccer field or whatever sport your child play all fucks go out the window. Absolutely. You don't care you don't care how stupid you look mm -hmm. with a big ass sign. Mhm. Mm you don't care how crazy you sound talking to the ref. I was going like, to say, on, most ref, cases, you most cases you right next to the coach. You you on sideline. Yeah. With, you yeah. on sideline with the coach, you know. You will see parents buck at a soccer game. Yeah, yeah. Shit, shit gets real. So, yeah. so that, that soccer dad is, is, like I said, it's on the same lines as King Father, but I'm over there with that coach. Like, yeah. hey. Yeah, my, my kid better get some some time on the field. Yeah, yeah, you you nose to nose, like so to speak. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. But um, yeah, I work with some dope. It, that wasn't a one producer project. Like I got some, I got some production from Marv One on King Father, um, my man Blizzard, uh, who else? Oh, my man Scud One. That's another producer who is amazing my man mm -hmm. scud one from chicago uh who else uh, foul mouth of course 
Okay. Yeah. Okay. And and uh Jeremy Ford is a cat who did the song Growth for me. And he's from New York, man. And Jeremy is actually dope. and it's funny because my my brother name is Jerry Ford. Mm-hmm. And I met Jeremy Ford mm-hmm. and our birthday on the same day. And that shit was like when he sent me that beat, it just it spoke to me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so yeah. Yeah, man. King Father, I love King Father. I got a chance. Oh, shout out Trox too. Trox did a beat on there with me and my son. Uh okay. the We Go Hard joint. And and that's another thing that was dope about King Father is my son I had that forever. He's on yeah. wax. I was he gonna has- say, uh are, do do you see them getting into MCN or do they show signs of wanting to carry on the torch? Oh, my son does. Okay. Well, listen, he he's he he'll be thirteen mm-hmm. um this year. He'll be thirteen years old, man. He he has a full studio of his own. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, he plays saxophone. Uh he produces. Like, and I'm not talking about he makes bullshit beats that I just tell him is dope. <laughs> right, 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 right. I'm talking like somebody'll send me something like like my man sent me a beat. We starting to work on this project. I sent the beat to my son. I said, I need a hook for this. Mm-hmm. He recorded the hook, sent it back to me. Like he he has his own everything. He works on Fruity Loop, Studio One, Pro Tools, Logic, everything. Oh, oh, so so yeah, he tapped in. <laughs> oh, tapped in for real. DJ Oreo, man. He um like I said, he's he's on the King Father album, uh, on the We Go Hard joint. It's a video out there for that too. Okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah, y'all make sure y'all go check that out. Um, let's talk about influences, uh, Fat Father, whether whether past or whether present. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes we we we've been influenced, and sometimes we as as the world turns, we still get influenced. Who influenced Fat Father, you know, musically? Just just when you take a step back from yourself and you be like, yo, all right, let me, you know, you know what I mean? Uh definitely Ice Cube. Ice Cube and like I said, the Fat Boys. Um, but it was Ice Cube back in the in my early years, it was like Ice Cubes and the LL Cool J's. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? Um then moving into because you gotta think, man. I'm I was born in 80, so I was really just starting to get I was heavily influenced by West Coast music. Okay. Okay. Like, okay. you know what I'm saying? When okay. when the when the cues and then I moved into like DJ Quicks. Yeah. And yeah. and then then I saw Biggie. And it was like, yo, it took the it took the fat shit to another <laughs> level. Like, I, I think I was able to identify more with Biggie kind of than the fat boy. I, I, I love the fat boys, but then uh-huh. when Biggie came out, what he was talking about, I can walk out on my porch and see. Yeah. So it became more relatable. Yeah. Yeah. You know that what I'm saying? Almost like, that was almost like in your own backyard type. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 
So then that's what my focus kind of somewhat shifted to the East Coast mm-hmm. a little bit. And then with the, the Wu-Tang movement, it, mm-hmm. it was all like, oh, okay. This is straight from the street gutter. Like, yeah, but so I don't know. Out of all of that, though, I guess I would have to go back to Big. Like, Big was, man, he was that guy. <laughs> he was that guy. It it wouldn't know. And, you know, I hear young cats say when they listen back now, they don't understand the hype. And what I always tell them, but this is what I tell them. We're still talking about him, and he's been dead longer than you've been alive. Yeah. Right there. That or, or, or if you if you if you a cat that's saying that and you really want to do your homework, just listen to the timeline and you will understand why he was that guy when he was that guy. If you follow the timeline of hip hop, <laughs> you can understand. You know what I'm saying? And, but even still having a conversation about this man yeah. that died when he was 24. He was 24. There are people who are 40 that died last year that nobody talks about anymore. Absolutely. Absolutely. Lil Wayne is still alive. And I don't hear people talking about Lil Wayne like they did 10 years ago. Yeah. 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 You know what I'm saying? So for us in 2021... Still be having a conversation about man, Pac and Biggie. They really went, bruh. They've been gone since nine <laughs> since the mid nineties. Mm-hmm. 96, 97. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy, yep. man. Absolutely. Well, uh, real quick, Fat Father. I like to ask these, you know, little questions to get deep. I like to talk about music and start from the beginning and all that. But then I like to, you know, just just deep dive into the person's mental. What's what's Fat Father's biggest fear? And it ain't it, it, whether it's musically, whether it's life, whether it's what's your biggest fear? Um, Dying, dying before I have the opportunity to give my children all of the tools that they'll need to survive. Okay. That's my biggest fear. That's, that's why the conversations that I'm not able to have or that I don't feel will resonate right now. Mm -hmm. I mean, because we can have conversations all day. Mm-hmm. But until they're knee deep in that adult fight out there in that world, yeah, sometimes it really don't hit like that. Yeah, I try to put as much as I possibly can into my music, so that they'll be able to go back and listen, so that they'll be able to watch and see. But um, I mean, of course, I would like to be here in the physical. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's Absolutely. why I'm out here busting my ass now trying to get healthy and, 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 and working out, bro. I done lost damn near 100 pounds in a year. Um, and and salute a, to that, bro. Salute to that. I've been on a serious grind, but mm-hmm. that's my motivation behind it. That that's that My biggest fear is leaving here before arming them with everything. Okay. So we, we have talks every night. Every night I kick it with them. I ride. We kick it. Um, just about real stuff, just about 
expectations from other people, how to carry yourself, how to dream big and follow through big, how to set goals, how to obtain the, the, the different components and tools to achieve those goals. So it's always on my mind, man. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. That's big. Uh, and then and two more things before, you know, I'll let you go. Cause again, man, I, I appreciate you for sitting down talking to me, even if you spent, you know, 10 minutes with me, man, I appreciate every moment. What's the, you know, out of, out of the illustrious career you got, you know what I mean? And, and, and working with a lot of people and being an influence to a lot of MCs out there, what's the most gratifying thing of it all that you've received out of it? Whether, whether it's an accolade or whether it's just knowing, yo, I did that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? What's the most gratifying thing of it all for fat father? Man, there's so many. Mm -hmm. Oh my God. It's so many, man. Um man, it's so many. I like I could yeah. I could, I could go. I, I oh my God. I, well, I'm gonna say this. Um, mm -hmm. like I said in the song Gratitude. Yep. I ran into a dude, uh, me, my man catchphrase. Um, my man Gypsy uh, and um, Red, that's a group called Street Justice, right? Uh, we was in Cincinnati. It was some years ago. And we were outside of our uh, hotel and ran into a cat. And uh, we, we was just talking about they had lost their luggage. The, the airport lost their luggage or whatever. Talking about the cats we ran into. They were from mm -hmm. Buffalo, New York. Okay. You know what I'm saying so they got to asking us. We were all there for a music festival. They got to asking us where we were from. We got to kicking it. Cool as hell, man. Um then when we say we from Detroit, they say, nah, y'all not from Detroit. What y'all know about Detroit? Okay. What what you know about Detroit? Yeah. So they get to running down this list. Man, come on, guilty Simpson, man. Fat father, man, and I say, hey, now you gotta remember, this ain't during the time with Instagram and all social that. Social media, you could just, yeah, I mean, it, it was social media, but it was very like MySpace moving into Twitter. Yeah, you, it, it wasn't about pictures. Yeah, like that. You know what I'm saying? So I say, fat father, y'all know fat father. I'm fucking <laughs> with him at this point. They say, well, no, we don't know him like that. You know what I'm saying? Like we don't know his parents. Like, but <laughs> yeah, yeah with yeah. fat father. Like, word, word. Nice to meet you, man. Fat father, man. They like, yo, man, get the fuck out of here, man. <laughs> so I popped the trunk on them, mm -hmm. and I got, like, CDs. Like I said, we there for uh, a music uh, uh, conference or festival or whatever. And a uh, dude just bought a copy of everything that I had. I had, like, seven projects in the car. Yeah. Like, mixtapes, all kind of fat killers. Uh, stuff they just bought everything, you know what I'm saying? So then I had on this fat killer shirt, which yeah. was like the first t shirt that we ever had made. Okay, and he was like, Yo, man, you ain't got no more of those shirts. I'm like, No, nah, man, it's it now. This shirt done been through the whole day of music festivals, so yeah, it's yeah. catch up on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. He said, Can I have that shirt? I'll buy it from you. I say, no, nah, man, you ain't got to buy it. I just took the shirt off, gave it to him, 
he gave me 50 bucks. Just he wanted to. He, he wouldn't think sure. he, yeah, he, he, he wouldn't refuse. Yeah, okay. You know what I'm saying? But my yeah. man, Big Proof, may he rest in peace. Big Proof said, man, always, um, always get a fans what they want. Mm-hmm. As long as you're not compromising you by doing okay. it. Okay. You know what I'm saying? And that Absolutely. always resonated with me. As long as they're asking me to do something that is within the limits of Fat Father. Uh-huh. And that I'm able to do. Why not? Yeah. Like if this gonna make your day to have my autograph right now and have my autograph on this wrinkle piece of paper, why not? If it's gonna make your day to say, uh, hey man, can you take this picture with me? Like, why not? But this yeah. just so happened, he just wanted a t-shirt. He wanted That's one just like this. And I was like, here. And he gave me the 50, and he was happy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I didn't yeah. care about that t-shirt, like, to the point that he cared about it. Something that he can remember, and he could tell yeah. his kids. I don't know if he got, you know. Yeah. <laughs> so, man, catchphrase and them had went back in the hotel. I come walking through the hotel just shirtless. Yeah. Yo, where the hell your shirt? I'm like, man, look, my man had that much love for me where he wanted to buy the shirt. Dope, man. You know what I'm saying? Like that, that right there was very gratifying. Absolutely. Absolutely. Dope, man. Dope. Well, Fat Father, okay, um, before you go, I know you, uh, you said you got the project, uh, coming out, uh, Soccer Dad, and, and you also with uh, Miss Corona and, and a young lady, uh, I forget her name. Jackie B. Jackie. Uh, shout out to her, man. Shout out to those two uh, queens. Y'all got the uh, two queens in the Fat Guy podcast. You want to uh, touch on that a little bit? Oh, yeah, man. Two queens and a Fat Guy. Uh, we just released our second episode. You can listen wherever podcasts are available. You can watch on YouTube. But we just basically wanted to create something, man, that brought um, brought real issues to your living room. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, we we just like to keep it 100. percent We don't even edit our shit. We don't even yeah. we don't yeah. even like like if, if we fuck up on the on the intro. We don't give a fuck. We don't I care. I love that, man. I'll be over here crying. <laughs> like we we just be like like. Man, I think we recorded one. <laughs> I fucked up the intro, and I just simply ducked down and raised yeah. back up like it was a whole new day. Because, yeah. man, that's real life. You got to think about it, man. When you when you sitting there having a conversation with somebody or you walk into the living room, if you be like, hey, whatever, and you mess their name up, man, you're not able to edit that shit. <laughs> you're not going to walk back outside and then walk back in and do it from scratch. So we try to keep it organic. We keep it organic 100%. So when we, we sitting there talking, just know that we kicking it and we giving our true feelings. None of this shit is edited and moved around. It is what it is. And that's, that's all we want to put on the table. We're not trying to sell you shit. We just trying to engage in real conversation about what's going on in the world. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? You go laugh, you go think, you know, you might cry sometimes. But yeah, yeah. this is really like the Two Queens and a Fat Guy podcast is like a, a gathering of family and friends, and everybody is welcome. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I appreciate you once again, Fat Father. Again, I can't uh, salute you enough, man, because uh, like I say, you've uh, been a big influence on who I am as an MC and, and who I am as a writer and, and just, you know, creativity as well. You know what I mean? And uh, I've been following your career for a while, so I just appreciate you uh, tapping in with me. Uh, hey, man, I appreciate you having me for real. I can't say that enough. But just just even wanting to have me on and you saying that I influenced you and, and and this is all based on something that that I created when I was a teenager and and seen it through and grew it and and built on it and you know what I'm saying brought yes, it sir. to the light man and to know that it it motivated you in any kind of way bro I'm humbled so so thank you for listening and thank you for having me on Absolutely. Whatever we have it, ladies and gentlemen, that's Fat Father with two T's. Uh, if you're looking for his music, it's on all platforms, all digital platforms. Um, just came out with that video and and single gratitude. So make sure you go get that because that boy is dope. And uh, once again, man, I salute you. Salute, brother.